If you have a good ear, you might be able to detect that there's something different in my speech, and that's true, because uh, this past Thursday I went to the orthodontist and they put on braces, and uh, so it's a necessary evil in order to have uh, some further dental work done in, in the future, and uh, so I have to put up with this for, for some time now. It's been a very prayerful experience as well, knowing that I have a lot of pain and being able to identify really with this teaching of redemptive suffering, that we can offer this as a prayer to God for some particular intention. And so really just praying for those in our community who are away from the church. It's also been a prayerful experience in that really praying that the braces will come off sooner than they project. So that's another prayer of mine. Speaking of prayer, that's what St. Paul is talking about in our second reading today. He says that sometimes we don't know how to pray as we ought, and so the Spirit intercedes on our behalf. That really the Spirit of God is praying in and with and through us in our prayer. To allow the Spirit to do that, though, I think we first have to ask ourselves, how is my prayer life, or what does that look like? For the past week, since you came to church last, just think about whether or not maybe you've prayed at all this week, that have I set aside certain time? And maybe some of you will be able to say, yes, I did give time to God in prayer. But maybe for others, maybe it's like, oh no, I didn't pray this week. And really, I think when it comes to prayer, there are three questions that we can ask ourselves that can really help us maybe to foster and to develop this prayer life so that the Spirit of God can pray in and through us. The first would be, when should I pray? I think it's very important that if we want to pray and want to be people of prayer, then we have to designate a certain time for that prayer. A few weeks ago in a homily, I mentioned uh, the story of a woman who every morning would set some time aside and she would read from a devotional. She would spend time praying early in the morning. So it's just to identify that time in the day, whether morning or noon or evening, that you want to pray. So that then if you realize, I didn't pray this morning, well then I must make time for it this evening. Secondly, we can ask ourselves, where should I pray? So not only when, but where in my house or where should I pray? Some people pray in their car, they pray while they run. Sometimes people will pray in their houses, they'll have a specific place, maybe not in front of the television, but a place where they can pray. Uh, that's kind of designated, set aside for that. Thirdly, we can ask, how is it that I should pray? Once we're able to identify when and where, then how is it that I'm going to pray? Our Catholic tradition is full of different types of prayer. And really, I've come to identify, I think, three different types of prayer. The first would be uh, liturgical prayer. So coming together on Sunday, as you have today, which is very important, that this is a prayer that we began with the sign of the cross and we continue to address God in prayer, giving glory to God in the highest, bringing the prayers of the faithful, the Eucharistic prayer, which is a prayer directed to God the Father. So there's liturgical prayer, and in addition to just the Mass, there's also something called the Liturgy of the Hours that priests and nuns pray, but also some lay faithful do too, praying the morning and the evening hours of this liturgical prayer. There's also devotional prayer, which I think many of you might have as a part of your life. 
because right before Mass, many of you joined in praying the Rosary, which is a devotional prayer. And as we reflect on each mystery, as we pray the Hail Mary over and over again, I hope that we're just not saying words, but that there's meaning behind the words, that there's a greater depth underneath this devotional prayer. When we pray the rosary, I think that we can attach it to something maybe going on in our life where we continue to reflect on those mysteries that are proposed for our meditation. Back when I was in Oshkosh a few uh, months ago, I was walking to the hospital. It was only a mile away from the parish, and it was a nice way to get in a little exercise to walk there. And uh, as I would go, I would pray the rosary on the way. And I was praying that day, the Sorrowful Mystery, so it must have been a Tuesday. And uh, I got to the fourth Sorrowful Mystery, which was the carrying of the cross. As I was going to the hospital, I knew that I would be visiting this person who had been in the hospital for over 30 days, had surgery after surgery, and they just could not heal her. She could not recover. And so I knew that she was really carrying this cross. And as I offered that mystery, I prayed specifically for her, keeping her in mind as she carried this cross of her health that God had given her, that she might be able to carry it with his help and not lose faith or hope. So to give some sort of greater meaning as we pray our devotional prayers. There's also the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which some of you I think are familiar with. Devotion to many of the saints, uh, like St. Anthony, when you lose something, St. Jude, if you have a hopeless cause that we invoke their intercession. And usually there's some sort of prayers or novenas or whatever, and that comprises devotional prayer. Then there's also that personal prayer, which is more dialogical, that we converse with God in prayer. That maybe we come to God in prayer and maybe first we give thanks for the day, we praise God for the beauty of creation, then we pray for those who are in need and we ask forgiveness for whatever wrong we have done. That's one way that we can dialogue with God in prayer. And another way would be using the scriptures. Just as we've heard the word of God today, that as we heard the gospel and we hear this parable that Jesus teaches of the wheat and the weeds and the weed growing up among the wheat, maybe there's something there that we could dialogue with God about. And maybe that would be, well, what is the weeds in my life? What are the weeds that I need to uproot in order to have a plentiful and bountiful harvest? And that's something maybe in silence then we dialogue with God and maybe God enlightens us. Well, this is one of the weeds in your life. St. Paul today says that we don't know how to pray as we ought and we should allow the Spirit of God to intercede for us. I think that if we answer these three questions, when and where and how should I pray, that then we'll be on the road to developing this prayer life and allowing that Spirit of God to pray in and through and with us, helping us to have that deeper relationship with the God who knows each one of us by name.